And welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. Jeremy, we are in what month? Firthuary. Firthuary. We decided to do sequels with Colin Firth yeah. in them, which brought us to uh, Kingsman The Golden Circle. And apologies to everybody who's a big fan of the St. Trinians <laughs> series of movies. Mm-hmm. All two of you. Yeah, because he would. Well, you know, I I would have to ask around to some of our UK friends to see if it's like a bigger deal. I don't know. There. It might be. It just seemed like this seems fart, like a big deal. Fart in... Academy eighty eight or you... whatever it was like okay. here, but yeah, I mean they have history to them. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. like with the bells of Saint Trinians in like the fifties mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the bells of Saint Mary. There you go. No, it's different. Way I different. Have no idea. <laughs> Sure. Uh, this movie stars Elton John and the guy that played Elton John. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> Taron Edgington uh, reprises his role from the first movie. Yeah. Colin Firth is also from the first movie. You know, it, it makes me. Mark Strong in this first movie as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, Mark, Mark Strong's in the first one. Yeah. Go ahead. It makes me wonder if. They were in talks they were, about. Yeah. Or yeah. if they were like. Because it seems around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. If he was just like, hey, you know who would be, or like, if they had to get Elton John's permission, he was like, you know who I want? Taron Edgerton. He's a fine young lad. Yes. He could play me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He saved me from robotic dogs. There you go. This movie also uh, includes Julianne Moore, who is uh, Poppy, our villain, who is described as what, like, a, like this. Kind of Martha Stewart. She's like a kind like, of druggy. Yeah, imagine like a drug 50, pusher. Fifties housewife. Housewife. Was yeah, like yeah. A, the separate wife was like a drug kingpin. Mm. Uh, but like mm. you know, if the Joker was like a, a woman from the fifties. Sure, she said she based her uh, role off of Gene Hackman in Superman Two. I could see it. Or Superman. Yeah, he was in the first one too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, just Superman. Well, we're we're dealing with sequels. So Superman 2. Superman 2 it is. <laughs> Not Superman 1. Uh, like we said, Colin Firth is in this. Uh, we meet our American counterparts called the Statesmen. Uh, they include uh, Channing Tatum, Holly Berry, um, Jeff Bridges, Pedro Pascal, right? Yeah. The Mandalorian yeah. himself. Yeah. Who you said is not a uh, handsome looking fellow without I... his mask on. Well, I know like a lot of people like he's he's his, a guy who fits yeah. into a lot of roles. His character tried to they tried to base him on Bruce Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, not yeah. Bruce. I was gonna say Bruce Willis, but <laughs> Burt Reynolds, yeah, yeah. He looks pretty spot on to, to Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Like seventies Burt Reynolds. Yes. Yeah. Uh but yeah, like I am I know people who are like, Ooh, mm-hmm. Pedro Pascal and I'm just like, What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just never yeah. gotten the appeal. Yeah. Five Academy Award winners in this movie. Can you name them, Jeremy? Taron Edgerton. No. Five Academy Award winners. <laughs> Mark Strong. <laughs> no. I can name the people who have seen Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore, correct. Channing Tatum. No. Pedro Pascal. No. You've, you, Jeff you've, Bridges. I've, I've asked you five. <laughs> Jeff Bridges. You successfully give me four wrong answers. Julianne Moore. Yes, yes. For yeah. Crazy Heart. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Bridges. Colin Firth, who, Colin who's Firth. the whole 
month yeah. was based on. Yes. Correct. Uh, the the Kingsman's Speech, which is not a sequel to this movie. <laughs> the right? King's Speech? Yeah. The King's Speech or the Kingsman's I just call it the Kingsman's Speech. And uh, um, what's his name? Elton John. Elton John. Elton John, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, they, those are the Academy Award. And Warriors Channing movies. Tatum. And you forgot Halle Berry. I Halle said Berry. Halle Berry. Oh, I didn't know if you... Yeah. yeah. For Monsters Ball. So there you go. This movie is, to me, like, what if James Bond or the Avengers movie... Not the Avengers. Like, Avengers TV show. Yeah. Um, or Mission Impossible meets X-Men, kind of in a way. Kind of yeah. with, with the comic book feel to it right? yeah yeah well it was a comic book right correct right well i mean how would you describe this movie i mean you know this in in on paper this movie should not work right you're talking about elton john you're yeah. talking about spy you're just talking about hand fist like yeah. stuff that seems hand well, it has, especially the sequel anyway. it has sequel right. bloat like it has, there's, yes. there's no like no doubt in my mind very that much it does so. have sequel bloat but, right, and it like it relies a little bit too much on that too as well. Yeah, but it does it in a way that that other sequels, like it does it right a lot yes. of, a lot of times. While other sequels do not, you know, we have uh, like I said, Elton John. Yeah, we have uh, needle drops of uh, Prince yeah. at the beginning, and uh, what's John Denver? Yeah, um, so you have that as well. You know, you have this poppy character. Like on on paper, this movie should not work. Yeah. And for me, it's kind of a joy to watch. Yeah. It's just, um, I think it's almost, um, should I say it, better than the original in in certain aspects. In certain aspects, yeah. And not in certain aspects. Yeah. As I well. think there's some things that it misses from the first one mm-hmm. that does. It makes it suffer in some ways. Mm-hmm. And there's stuff that I'm like, you improved yeah. on that. Yeah. You made it better. And thank God. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is less dark in tone. You would say than the first movie, it still has some dark. Yeah. To it. Uh, although like, I think when I'm watching it, I have this, like, you know, there's the whole, um, uh, like the the best villains are the ones who think they're the heroes, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Yeah, um, I get a little aspect of that. I mean, it's like everybody's out to profit, mm-hmm. but like there's some aspects. Like, I think that there are these moments, like in X Men comics, as an example, or whatever, when there's a villain who's doing something, and you go, "Well, like mm-hmm. I get it, yeah, <laughs> but like I get it, yeah. the way you're doing it is not right, but I get it." But you're also not enjoying them on screen. Right, like you're not like looking for them to be on screen, yeah. While Poppy's character, you are, yes. But but that's the whole thing, like based Pop- on Julianne Moore's yeah. acting, yeah. So just as a a brief rundown, like, um, and I think we can kind of kick it off talking about Poppy too. Um, so Poppy is a drug lord. Mm-hmm. She has this big operation, but Dude, in the mi- I love her. Her like, compound. Her in compound the, is great. Oh my god, everything is just wonderful. The mm-hmm. compound in the middle of uh, the jungle is looks like a '50s Main Street, mm-hmm. like stereotypical, like retro. Leave it to Beaver. 50, like retro, yeah, '50s 
doo-wop. And she kind of... alley diner. Yes. And she kind of comes across like that, too. Mm. She comes across, she's super sweet when she's talking and like, oh boy, I don't know about that. You know, and like, very wholesome sounding. And there's like a history of that with like characters in comics, too. Like, sometimes the ones right. that seem the sweetest are the most vicious. Right. And um, she has that. Like, so at the beginning... She, uh, like, one of the guys introduces her to, uh, like, a new henchman named Angel, or Angel, uh, and she's like, you know, you do whatever I say, no questions, that's the rules around here, and he's like, okay, and she's like, throw him in the grinder, because he messed up, Mm -hmm. and so then the guy goes to, like, try to get away, and she calls her, like, (laughs) her, her, uh, robot, her like vicious, unstoppable robot dogs with like grinders in their mouth, mm. uh, who are named Benny and Jed. Benny and Jed, yeah. And so she calls Bobby's them. Bobby's a huge Elton John fan. Huge Elton John fan. So they call him after him. Why? I don't know. Eh, you know, I mean, it was just another way to introduce the UK, yeah, aspects to stuff. Um, but she, uh, so she sends him after that. She makes, uh, Angel decides, oh, he better listen. So he grabs his buddy and throws him in the grinder. Uh, she tells him to go across the street to the beauty parlor to get, like, set up with their, their whole, like, they're going to do a makeover. Uh, and then she does, while they're doing that, you see her making, like, a hamburger patty out of the meat from the guy who just went through it. And uh, the guy goes over. He gets his teeth ground down, so there's no dental. Perfectly without any clothes mixed in with the meat. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Uh, yeah, or bone or a any bone. of the yes, other right. sinewy stuff. Whatever. I mean, but we're going with it because yeah, it is what it is. Yes. Uh, and so he gets like and a we're golden... buying into it because it's Julianne Moore, right? Yeah, like we really do. Because she's sinking her teeth into the scene. Yeah. So we're we're going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go with it. I kind of want it secretly to be her character from Boogie Nights. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, it certainly like, isn't Magnolia, but no. yeah, it's probably Boogie Night. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And maybe, um, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and maybe Whiskey is like uh, their, like Burt Reynolds and her child. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That, yeah. There you go. There you go. It works out. And they're all statesmen. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. So, uh, so there, uh, she, he goes across the street, gets his like gold circle tattoo, which they tattoo with like molten gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, he comes back over and she's like, here, eat this, and gives him a burger. And so it's the burger made of his buddy, you know, at Poppy's Diner. I hate Diner. those circles. They, those circles are not, I don't know. I just don't like them. <laughs> Why? Well, they look like they have corners on them. They're not really that circular. Well, I think it's me. because it's molten. I know, but like, I just can't get around it. Yeah. But anyway, go. Um, that's just my grave. Yeah. That's nothing. It's just me being stupid. <laughs> but he makes him, she makes him eat the burger out of loyalty. Mm. And so he eats it, you know, kind of chokes Yum. it down, says it's delicious. Delish. But yeah, so that's the. Mm. You know, I mean, she's pretty twisted. I think that's a great introduction to a character, to the yeah, no, villainous character. Yes, it is. I mean, it's got some cliche to it, but yeah. well, like again, 
I'm believing it more because of the actress. Right? Yes. I'm, I'm going with it because I, I see she's having a fun time. And plus, this isn't something she normally does, right? No. Right. I'm watching this movie going, no, like some of these people, and I think that's what made Colin Firth so great in the first movie, is that this wasn't a movie that I normally associate with him. Yeah. Right, you think of him as the period piece, the the sense and sensibility, the, yes, the you know the whole statesman instead of a kingsman, yeah, in a way, and I and I guess that plays with it, but yet to have this action, you know, roll through him, you just don't normally see that, right? So I guess that's what works for me with her too, is that I've never seen her do do that. You know what I mean? I've seen yeah. her. In so many indie movies and so many other aspects that I'm like, oh, she finally gets to just have fun in a big budget movie. Thank God. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I mean? And um, and it works. And I think that if it was any other person, maybe it wouldn't work as much. And I wouldn't be in, uh, that much invested. I think you need yeah. a good villain yeah. in order to push our story along. Well, and a story that, by the way, is two hours and twenty minutes long. Yeah, that is way too long. I think for this movie does suffer I, through time. There yeah. are moments where it does drag a little bit. There are some moments where it does drag. But mm. I think they needed to trim up, but mm. um, I, you know, it wasn't. Fact, as... The original cut was three hours, and they asked uh, like the director if he wanted to do two different movies, like uh, well, part one and part two, oh. because he had so much. Yeah. And I'm like, jeez, like, yeah. what, what, uh, what did you cut? Yeah, because it seems like a lot. Yeah, but it could almost kind of get into that because when I'm watching this, I kind of wish it was more serialized in a way. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Almost, do you like almost like it got the Watchmen treatment where it was well, like a not, limited series or not Watchmen in the way that that like it's more the the social justice aspect of it. That's not what I, I don't think that's what you're talking about. But I think maybe you're talking about like maybe Umbrella Academy, where it's more like in turn of a ten story arc or a five or six story arc. No, is that what I'm, you mean? No, I mean, I think there is a social justice aspect to this. That's what. So the thing that the thing that motivates okay. Poppy in the story is her plan is people are getting this thing. I just meant like changing everything so drastically to where it becomes that's. The way, the way, the, I love how, what they did with the Watchmen, but changing that into the characters of what they are and not necessarily the normal characters that they, they had, uh, pushes the social justice story a little bit further mm -hmm. in, in a mm -hmm. way. I think that's maybe why I was confused by what you're saying, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, the, so the whole aspect with Poppy, her plan is like she has, she's this drug dealer. She has tainted all of her product mm -hmm. um, because she's like, hey, this is crap. Like you can sell cigarettes, you can sell alcohol, you can sell sugar, all these other things that people that have like addictive properties and you're fine. But she sells drugs and it's, you know, you know, and she's villainized for it. And so her plan is to give every drug user basically... Uh, poisons them uh, that's going to go through these horrendous deaths and then uh, her goal is to basically make the world say hey 
all drugs are legal. And that way she can sell her stuff and be recognized as like this brilliant businesswoman she mm, thinks okay. she is. But also because then, it, you know, basically stopping the criminalization of drug usage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, you know, enacts all this. And of course, you know, the uh, she goes straight to the president of the United States and kind of like with the war on drugs and, you know, kind of taking it from that approach. Uh, basically he says, oh yeah, we're going to help these people. We're going to do whatever. And then the cameras are off and he says, no, just let them die. They're drug users. Let them die. You know, like he just, he's not going to decriminalize it. Best Bruce Greenwood film ever, right? Like his role. (laughs) Yes. Playing the president once again. He was the president in, um, the original, um, national treasure, national treasure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like to think he's playing the same president. It probably well, this one had a like some sort of like hickey accent. I like to think he's playing the same president. <laughs> um, he's just kind of like changing his tone based on where he's at, much like Hillary Clinton would do on the campaign trail. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. You know, it, but there's, I think that like lost in all that too is like you have this moment where it's kind of like well. Like, you know, talking about, like, drug decriminalization and things like that. Yeah, no, I mean, it's in there. It's just not, like... But what I'm saying is, if that was, like, this major undertone to it, like, you could still have a social justice thing because of how... uh, When you think about, like, in the United States alone, uh, you know, we, we, you know, penalize for the problem after the fact, lock them up, but we don't provide, like, good treatment and prevention and... Hmm. basically turned it to a war on drugs and got hard on whatever, which, you know, arrests, which unfairly incarcerates, you know, one population more than another. Right. I was just saying that yeah. I would, I would want a series. Yeah. Based but, but what I'm saying is like the, from the social justice aspect, I think you could have stuff on there talking about drugs. Like, you know, it'd be a good conversation to have, but I think then it might lose some of the cheesiness that is what really... I think what is bring, the yeah no Walmart. this movie is full of cheese flat on cheese. There's moments especially when we when we're meeting the U.S. counterparts, the yeah. statesmen, <laughs> where it's pure on. Uh, what are they even doing? Yeah, everyone in America uh, who's a spy is wearing a cowboy hat now. Yeah. All of a sudden, like it just doesn't make sense. But like I go with it because I'm having fun watching people have yeah. fun. And I think like the, the social aspect, while it's there, I think I'm more interested in watching actors having fun, yeah, as opposed to learning something or having something. Yeah, yeah. Taught, you know, what especially I mean? with, like with this kind of a setup, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it just seems like that would be like something. I mean, we're doing too many reboots now, where it's like total opposite, and I get it, but I don't really. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not interested in to see what what the Fresh Prince is like. Yeah, with like Uncle Phil and the Butler as like uh, like high class like just a or has Godfather a more serious kind of like, dark. Yeah, like I'm just yeah. like I don't know, I don't want that. And there is a story out there for that, but I'm like I don't yeah. want I don't want that. I'm I'm um, interested in like the take on those kind of things, but I'm also 
I also realize that defeats the point of like some of the escapism of the original. That's Fresh what Prince. I'm talking about. This it, movie is when I'm watching this, I'm I'm enjoying. I can eye roll very easily with this movie. Yeah, there are moments where I even almost did, and I almost looked at you and eye rolled. But because I'm having fun with it, yeah, it works. And there's so many times where we've watched like a sequel where I'm just like, this does not work. You hand fisted that in. It just doesn't work. Give me something for my money, and this movie does do that for me. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's where um, I think it, its strengths are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's where I would come back if there was, and there is a third movie, but it's a prequel. Mm-hmm. That's what I would want. I would want like a more adult version of Mission Impossible, a more yeah. adult version of the Avenger movies from the 70s, 60s, and 70s. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And if that's the case, that's what this movie is bringing to me. Yeah. And I like it. Yes. And I want to see more of it. Yeah. I want it. I love it. <laughs> I um. There are a lot of actors in this movie that aren't getting used um, or are being used in a way that like I'm like, mm, can we see more of them? Yeah. And maybe that three-hour runtime gave them more screen time. For instance, Holly Berry's not really, again, Holly Berry's not being used in, in a way that she could be. Right. Um, and, and so is Jeff Bridges. So is uh, Bruce Greenwood. So are other people I, in this movie. Bruce, Bruce Greenwood is less than those two yeah. because his character is just the president. Yeah. You know, not I, necessarily. I would have loved but to see. In a in a show, maybe that yeah. could be pushing it at least in... in like an episode of himself or whatever, yeah. you know. I would love to see Jeff Bridges and Halle Berry, like, would have loved to see them fighting more or whatever. Yeah. I will say, like, I felt very, and, like, obviously I hadn't followed up much on this movie because, you know, this is the first time we've seen it since it's been out. Right. This, um, that's true. It's yeah. very true. We saw the first one, but not the second one. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the things that, like, I felt really ripped off about was I thought Channing T- in this a lot more. <laughs> right, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's yeah, not I'm in both, it that, both ripped really off that and much. not because as soon as he started talking and they using use an the accent, a lot. They do. And it was I think it was and a They knew what they were doing. Yeah. But as soon as he started talking, I was like, "No, it's okay. Put him in cryogenic freeze." Whatever <laughs> like as soon as he like, "I can do me an accent." And it was like, "Oh no, what is this?" Like Pedro Pascal does a Pedro fine Pascal accent. Is like he's fine, and he's in the movie more yeah. too. So it's like okay, yeah. But there are action sequences through that with Pedro and uh, uh, Taron that I'm enjoying. Yeah, you know what I mean, that I'm having fun with. That I'm escaping. This yeah. is a very escape movie, and not yeah, necessarily. It, it it's like you know how we talk about when something can go from like fun to stupid. But if you do it like hard enough, you can circle back around to fun. That's what happened to me in this movie. And that's like literally. Let, literally me, let me tell stupid. you about it. It was like the, the Statesman, and it was like on a big, big building that looked like it was the the intro to Dallas. Yeah, it was so dumb and so yes. stupid, and I loved it. Well, and okay, so the Statesman. So we know that, uh, we know that uh, the Kingsmen. Yeah, the right. whole thing is they were Louis Louis. A Louis Louis. But they're they're tailors. They have yeah. uh, umbrellas. They have briefcases, mm. like glasses. Do this. It's all briefcase shields. That yeah, are, uh, fucking amazing. I I want to cover gadgets in a moment because mm. like 
fantastic. But like there are and they're all named after Knights of the Round Table. Okay. Galahad, Merlin, mm. uh Arthur. Right. Yeah. But then throw America, they're named after alcohol. Yes. They're like whiskey. Yeah, whiskey. And do you know what? Champagne. Do you know what whiskey's real name was in the movie? Do I know? Oh, no. Uh-uh. The character's name? Hmm. Jack Daniels. Oh, I was like, oh, come on. Uh, their their ginger, leader, ginger ale. Ginger ale was Halle Which Berry. I do believe was her, ginger was her name in Swordfish. The movie. Oh, there you go. Maybe it's, uh, a, maybe it's a nod to that. <laughs> Um, it probably is because, he, like, I think the director is a big Samuel Jackson fan. So, yeah. yeah, the uh, the their leader was Champagne, but his yes. friends call him Champ. You know, and it was like, okay, yeah, this is Matthew Vaughn who directed, yeah. uh, X Men First Class. Yes, who I wanted them, I wanted him to direct Bloodshot because that would have been a good Bloodshot movie. Yeah, it would have been, but I think he just wrote it. Yeah, so. um, there were talks about him either writing that or. Also directing, writing uh, Harbinger. Oh, nice. Which would be great, too. Yeah, that would be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, yeah, so, you know, the American thing, it's so cheesy. And they got, like, whips, and they got, mm-hmm. like, lassos. You know, of course, giant guns. They're spitting chaw. They're, like, mm-hmm. doing all this. I mean, they are all, like, cowboys. And I went... This is ridiculous. Why are they all fucking cowboys? And then, like, there's stuff like they have a minesweeper, which is a baseball bat that opens up into a sweeper. But I was like, good. Because how many times do we have a movie where we're, 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 like, saying something about Britain and it's all like, oh, hey, governor. Like, it's all, like, just this stupidness, right? Yeah. You know? And I'm like, like, there was, like, as much as, like, Taron Killing or Taron Killings. Uh, Edgerton's uh, character is like has this sophisticatedness about him. He's also has these friends who keep him grounded. Yeah. Well, I'm like, where are his friends from? Like attack the block. Like you were like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that's correct. I was like, they, they look like they, they listen to Dizzy Rascal. Yeah. I mean, or the streets and like, those are big time, like really weird kind of crunk rapper yeah. weirdness yeah. in a way of, in like Britain yeah, back in kind of like early aughts. Yeah. And so like, it just seems very odd to me with like the bill of the cowboy hat or not cowboy hat, the baseball cap where it's not like brought down. Yeah. You know completely I mean? flat. And like yeah. Like there's tilted, a certain, yeah. there's a certain style to that, which is different to me than the style that he wears when he's like a Kingsman. Yes. And so I'm like, there still is that distinguishedness. But then you come over to America and it's just like, nope, you're a hick cowboy. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm fine with them making fun of us because how many times? Well, and at first I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh my God, is this what we do to you? Yeah, it and is. So it made me laugh then because I was mm-hmm. just like, touche, touche. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And I must like go for it. Like, what? And they were all cowboys too. Because, yeah, they were. Because. Uh, yeah, because like, that's all America key- is a bunch of cowboys. Yeah, because I was like, they don't even t- speak differently. But all of the, the yeah. Brits and those things but always speak like, with this very, like, but I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, right. But wasn't Whiskey from, like, New York? But yeah. He's still wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah, he's, still, he, like, a he's in their New York office. Yeah. yeah but, but he's from the New York office. <laughs> so, like, I love it. But there's, oh my God, this, the whole movie is like this. Like, there's so many things that I'm like, the hell and that it like loops it around to where i'm like this is this is so ridiculous i love it 
Right. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it could yeah. have gone, like, on paper, it seems yes. fun, but, and it could have gone a different direction to where, like, I think what what works is that, like, they, they take themselves serious, but not too serious. Yeah. To where they know what beats to hit, where to go, and, and where to push through. Yes. I mean, when you're starting and you needle drop, oh, no, let's go, boom, boom, like, yeah. with Prince, with a big, uh, like, car chase. Yeah. Like fight scene. I'm like, okay, this movie's going to be fun. Yeah. And that was before it was cool to needle drop Prince. Yeah. You know, or no, was it, or was it after? It was when after. did he die? That'd be after. It was after. Yeah. So maybe it's not, not that cool. Um, but anyway, um, um, it's still but like, you know what I mean? But they're yeah. using everything correctly. Yeah. Like they're doing it. And I think they're going, they're going, what do our fans, what would our fans like? Yes. Instead of like, what do we want to see on screen? Yeah. And so many times you see that in a sequel where we watch and they're like, well, that worked in the first movie. Let's just do more fart jokes in the first, in yeah. the second movie. And you're like, no, and that's it, not exactly what I want. It does have a little bit of that. Like the fight scenes are very long and very gratuitous. Almost uh, too long sometimes. But they, but that kind of works in this movie because that's how, I mean, that worked in the first movie. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it worked it, in the first movie, but didn't for me in the first movie as well. But that's, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it like. I was, I when I'm watching the first. the first movie, I'm feeling a little bit more uncomfortable, which I think there's a reason why. I think that they want you to feel a little bit more uncomfortable in the first movie. Um, there are more, a little bit more shock and awes in the, in the first movie. Yeah. Than there are in the second movie. The second movie is more. That's why I say. Yeah. It's more rooted into this unbelievable aspect of um, the environment of what it kind of like. Yeah. Eats, eats its own self. So like, you know, when you have like the whole like spoiler alerts for a movie that's been out forever in the first movie, when the girl has like the gun for the leg and she's yeah. shooting. Like there is sort of a, a queasiness to my stomach about that, yeah. Because it's something that's so kind of shocking, yeah, and so rooted in exploitation, yeah. That it's not that it's more cultish, yeah, yeah. In the filmmaking, yeah. And this is more building on that, but more in a way that is um, exciting towards um, just being ridiculous, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like not taking it to eleven in the in the gore, which I could have used a little bit more gore. Yeah, like the other one, the other movie's really gory. Yes, compared to to this movie. So. Um, I think this one, I think the first one is shocking, mostly because it was a lot of like we really haven't seen. Like it was just such a shock because yeah. it was stuff we really hadn't seen necessarily mm. or like stuff where it was like, I think maybe we, I have, can't believe. Like, yeah. It was like a lot of like, Oh my God, I can't believe they went there with this. Yeah. But like, like in a main movie, like a big yeah. budget. Yes. You know, uh, and be, and because it took like a trope kind of a, like, you know, you're like a Avengers and, mm. uh, James Bond and, and things like that. British spy craft and made it this like, you know, crazy shoot him up, slash him up kind of movie. I think that was more jarring. In this one, it's like, okay, well, if they want to shock us still, I think they did a lot of stuff. Like, like with Poppy. Like, Poppy stuff is twisted. Yeah. And granted, thought it was fantastic. I thought it was 
I thought it was fun, especially in relation to Julianne Moore. Mm-hmm. But it was also like, well, you know, are you? Sh- it's like, okay, could the shocks have been more story based rather than just like, here's a we're trying to do a twisted thing to shock? Yeah, you, or... it could have been. Yeah, and I think any other actress would have would have not or actor. Yeah, would have been uh, like maybe she cheapened that scene a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and not yeah. played it too. I think she's playing it correctly. Yes, I do too. To where you know, I'm. It's not that I believe it. It's more that like I'm just willing to like go along with her because she's having fun. Yeah, and that's the way it is. Uh, this is, I do believe, the biggest role of Elton John since Who's Tommy. Yeah, has to be. Yeah, right? it's, like, yeah, it's only the like, second. Why were they like, boom, let's have Elton John in this movie? No clue, but... I think I think you know. they probably wanted to use some of his music and probably because it was, you know, the British aspect and, you know, just being able to get some of those elements. Because they're spending a lot of time away from the UK. Yeah, I mean, they are. And so why not do Elton John? Plus, he kind of bridges a gap, too. Like, people in the US like him, too. And so... That's true. So I think it's a draw either way. Mm. But I was just like, oh, my God, Elton John. And man, he got to cuss people out, and he, there's a ridiculous scene where he's like, wait, am I being rescued? And they're like, uh, you know, I don't know, we're going to do this. And so he starts, uh, he starts singing like, uh, Wednesday nights all night, all right for me. And they're like, he's like, I thought it was Saturday. And he goes, what day is today? And he was like, Wednesday. And then Elton John just starts like beating the shit out of him like, (laughs) smashing him in his piano and he's running like in his like little bird you know mm. looking suit like he's running and they have him of course it's you know cg whatever but he's like jump kicking and like kicking people's ass which i was like i was gonna i think where my right, eyes to saturday night to that song yeah to that song which is great which yes. is good, another good needle drop another aspect of the song where the song kind of yeah. plays a more of importance is when it was um country country roads where right. it was Mark Strong singing that, which yeah. I thought was a great scene. Yes. And, and where he stepped on the bomb and he was like trying to get the bad guys over to get them to, you know, to get uh, our heroes closer to Poppy, which I thought right. was wonderful. Yeah. But you were going to talk about gadgets. Go ahead. Um, well, I was going to say with like the Elton John thing, like I was preparing to roll my eyes at that because I thought they were going to be like, oh, yes, I've been a Kingsman all along, or whatever. And I was like, oh, please don't do that. Like, that shit. Which, in all honesty, the plot to, to, uh, like, how, you know, the more uh, experienced agent finds a younger agent who's kind of a mess and whatever and turns him into Mm -hmm. the agent. I mean, really, I'm like... It's just men in black. Right. We've seen I mean, it. And especially times. this one, they find Harry. They have to bring him out of his, like, whatever. It's men in black, too. Yes, yeah, just men in black, too. <laughs> um, but, like, one of the things that I hated about, like, in the men in black movies, I love the men in black series. But one of the things I hated was, like, I didn't mind them, like, alluding to, yeah, so and so is an alien, right? Like, alluding mm-hmm. to somebody's actually an alien. But what I hated was when Michael Jackson shows up, I think in the second one. Because the second one. Yeah. And he's like, well, can I be an agent now? Can I be an agent? And they're just like, oh, we'll get back to you. And I'm like, boo. Like, I don't want him to, you know, like, don't make a reference to him being. And I was like, oh, shit. They even did the Michael Jackson thing this one by getting Elton John. 
Elton John to be an agent. And I really, then he wasn't. He just, you know, was very good at kicking but ass. But be, I believe that that was done more as a movie tie where this is like a good, nice surprise yes. for me. Yeah. To where you're like, oh, Elton John's in here. Okay. Yeah, agreed. Like it, because they didn't go over that line, I was like, yeah, okay, right, I'm willing, I'm willing to selling, accept that this is stupid. Yeah, there's a difference it. between selling hamburgers and like downloads of Elton John. Like, yeah. You yes. know what I mean? Like, um, I don't give a shit that like Elton John's in this to because what he does is wonderful and he plays along with them yeah yes yeah you it know? wasn't just like a he did it and then he runs away right like, and then he's he just runs helping away, them right you're like oh when when he's yeah yeah when when uh he had more screen time than share in the abba movie that we watched like a couple yeah weeks ago. yeah exactly <laughs> when it was like jet or benny whichever one of the robot dogs mm-hmm. uh he's getting ready to to kill yeah. uh harry uh colin firth and all of a sudden, you just see like yeah. you see real slow move in mm. front of the dog's face as Elton John, and he's like, "Don't worry, he won't hurt me as long as this." And so they like, do love the the marquees were like the uh, the bitch's back, which is an Elton yeah. John song, yeah. Or his buddy was he went into his uh, his room um, when he was gone, and uh, you could see the newspaper, and it said Elton John's been kidnapped. Yeah, I thought that was great. You know, so they're setting they're setting yeah. it all up. So oh yeah, that's great. No, the I love all that. The one one thing I thought though that to me, and I don't know how you feel about this, but like uh, one I love of the it. one of the issues I had was like the first one. There was an aspect of like Eggsy learning the ropes and like getting into that world, but he like built a bunch of friends. Um, who all came together to do, mm. and then know. we just kill them. Yeah, and yeah. then then they just kill all of them. Yeah. Um, well, we're doing that because we need to push the whole American side, you know. So we're right. gonna, we're going to go there. But but do it, we need to kill them for that? Mm, probably not. But like, then what motivation do do some of the characters have? Well, through, the, through Poppy. Yeah. Well, and like I look at things like um. Like, if they would have gone to ground and, like, gotten out of there, like, uh, X-Men last, or mm. the, uh, X-Men 2, X-Men United, where they, like, mm. hey, we gotta get out of here, and, like, Colossus takes all the kids and runs. You know, those who aren't kidnapped Come or whatever. Come on, take the kids and run. <laughs> uh, or, uh. And then does shit in the third movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, we're just, like, where they are, like, hey, we gotta get out of here, we gotta go to ground. Mm-hmm. But, like. Sometimes I'm like, it bothers yeah, me when a, when a movie is seem... like, we, uh, uh, Men in Black 2 does that also. Like, the people who are trapped in the headquarters, they're just trapped. They're not dead. Like, mm. we still have Frank the Dog and the Worms and Zed and, like, all the stuff. Like, they're not gone. Um, how do I feel about that? It's them cleaning the little slate and yeah, bringing more people in. I mean, it's a trope that That, people... that tactic bothered me. Because yeah. that happened in G.I. Joe Retaliation. That happened. And that in... means forbid if that didn't, it would have made a better movie. What? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> if they would have killed everybody? No, I'm just joking. Uh, no, G.I. Joe retaliation. Wait, isn't Channing Tatum in was... that one too? Yeah. It's all Channing Tatum's fault. He, he was in the, was he in the first one? I don't know. I can't I remember. Um, but that where it was, uh, they killed like most of the G.I. Joes. Uh, there was, 
I'm trying to think. Blade kind of so did. Where they Blade even two killed did people that. and brought them back, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So we're well, like, oops, didn't mean to kill that guy. We need him for to right. the plot along. Well, and, so and that's why I'm like, that. here, like, you could have at least had some getaway. Well, you had Mark Strong's character, you know. Right. He, he got away. Um, I guess. I mean, I don't mind that like Michael got Michael Gambone got killed or whatever. Like, mm. it, there's some of them probably should have died, but you should have had like a little small contingent who were like, "We're gonna hold down things from here." Right. They yeah. Get... It was too much for me. Yeah, and the reason why is because if you're expanding, if you're expanding a universe, yeah, then don't kill off the other universe. Yeah. Keep all the you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that way you can have the statesman show and you can have the yeah the kingsman show and they can come together they can cross over and dick wolf can produce them every <laughs> night tuesday through thursday on nbc it's dick wolf night yeah but you know what i mean like i think yeah that... tuesday i know tuesday fbi <laughs> fbi uh three like the then the two fbi shows then wednesday are all the chicago shows and now Thursday, it's Law and Order shows. He owns all he of it. He owns it. Just like Greg Berlanti owns CW. CW. Greg Berlanti owns that. <laughs> Jerry Brockheimer <laughs> owns CBS. True. And maybe Shonda Rhimes, she used to own ABC. But now I'm thinking of someone else. I can't think of who it is, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, that that I, I think that's, like, the one thing about this movie that kind of bothered me. Because, to me, it, it lost, like, a human aspect of it. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're introduced to the American characters. But I also don't, like, they're also a separate organization. Like the Right, and gonna... I'm also, I don't, I don't really feel for them that much. Yeah. Because they're not really on screen that much. Yeah. Except Pedro is probably the, but, and then he turns out to be, spoiler alert, the mole. Yeah. Well, He's he's not working with them. Not really, but yeah. It's so like then there's a whole subplot of like, so the president said, "I want to. I'm just going to let all the drug dealers die. Why mm-hmm. or the drug users die? Why not?" Canadian uh, as our president. Can you believe it? <laughs> um, but then he's like, um, he's going to let them die. But then like Pedro Pascal, he tried to get the antidote from Eggsy a couple times mm. to look at it and he keeps getting interrupted and that's when uh Harry shoots him in the face and they manage to save him but Harry's like you're looking at this wrong like he's he's not good and they think that he's Harry's just having problems still cuz he had gotten shot in the head and like he's having trouble adjusting like getting hit back to full speed uh, you know, after his trauma, but, uh, you know, they're saying, you know, why would you do that? And he's like, you're not seeing it. You have to look, that's not what I'm seeing. Well, then you realize Pedro Pascal, he has no problem with killing all these drug people because his wife got killed by a meth head. Um, but then also on top of that, if there's no drugs, then people will turn to alcohol. And, uh, <laughs> if there's no drugs, they'll turn to alcohol. They'll turn to alcohol. And my yeah. name's Whiskey. Yeah, and so then their profits will go way up and he'll be rich for, from his shares in their organization. And I was like, uh, okay. Like, it seems... Sure. Uh, sure. So that was his whole, you know, thing. Yeah. <laughs> so... Whatever. Yeah. 
Uh, what? So okay, but yeah, back to the gadgets. Oh, gadgets! Yes, Inspector Gadgets. Yeah, go go gadgets. Go, What's go your gadgets. what was your favorite gadget? In the oh, movie? the suitcase. I love the suitcase. Where the so he has like the, like the suitcase shield thing. Yeah, it. Well, they have the tons umbrellas of stuff. are nice. I like the umbrellas, but they they it is what it is. I mean, yeah, you know, and it's an upgrade from the Avengers of the seventies. I keep saying sixties and seventies yeah. to not get confused with you know the Marvel, but um. I do like the suitcase uh, aspect. Um, I like that. What do you so like? It has a machine gun in it. Yeah, it has a machine gun in it. It also fires like a That's rocket. That's true. It does have a machine gun in yeah, it. It fires a rocket. He does a lot of things, it, and it also carries other weapons. Yeah, and then it folds open, and it makes like a uh, like a ballistic shield right. that he can walk like behind. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. And on the back side of it, it had like a little view screen mm-hmm. so he could see what's in front of him without like having to duck his head around mm-hmm. it. Um. I do personally like. I love the umbrella. I loved it in the, the first one too, cool. though. It's not new to this one, but I loved it mm-hmm. um, because it's also. Uh, I love the fact that like you can see what's in front of the umbrella, like in mm. the umbrella itself. So like you could be fighting through it. That's true. Um, you know, with and it's still like a bulletproof shield. Yeah, there's some goofiness with like, okay, yeah, you're. It's a bulletproof shield. But it also, but also, right. like your complete lower half I mean, is exposed. If you, if you think about it, the lasso is also a gadget. I mean, yeah. in a way that uh, whiskey has. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess you could say that one too as well. I like it. Yeah. Um, there's a, a nice fight scene in Poppy's place with Pedro and our two leads. Yeah. Where that comes into play. Yes. Kind of in a cool way, where um, he's uh, fighting both of them, but he's got one of them tied. Yeah. To his lasso, which is pretty cool, and then throws the lasso into the grinder, which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. But yeah, uh, there was also like there was a when you kind of first are seeing it, there was a bit where, um, they were in like the uh, the tram car coming down from like the main like uh, from like the scientist base where all the antidote stuff was, and uh, the car gets stopped on the way. And the bad guys just make it start spinning around because uh, they're going to just like basically crush whiskey and eggsy. And so uh, it's just spinning, doing this like cent- uh, centrifugal force. And you see that uh, Pedro Pascal whiskey, he takes his his lasso thing is against the, the wall and he pushes the button and it electrifies and it ends up the way they get out of this thing is it starts melting a big hole through the glass. And once the hole is melted through the glass, it whips out because mm. they're still spinning. It whips out and cuts the cables mm-hmm. and that's how they get down from it. And then it like it swings down onto the slope. So I thought that was pretty, it was like a cool shot and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my other favorite gadget probably though, was the, uh, <laughs> at one point, um, whiskey asks, uh, Harry, what are we doing? Like packing for vacation or whatever? Cause he's got like, perf- you know, colognes and like his, you know, personal toiletries, like in this bag. Uh, and once he, uh, once he shoots whiskey and like these other guys are shooting at them and like, you know, trying to take them out, he goes, uh, he was like, you know, you know, am I just packing for whatever? Like, you know, not everything's what it appears. And he like takes a, looks like a thing of cologne and he pushes the button on it 
and it mixes some sort of polymer on the inside. And you like throw it's glowing. He throws it out the window and you just hear boom. <laughs> and when you go out there and look, whatever that polymer is just coated all the bad guys who are out there and they're like frozen in place, like flying what back. What was good about that scene, it also used comic timing correctly yeah. with the gadget itself. Yes. Which is something that uh, Indiana Jones does very well. Yes. Uh, which I appreciated that here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, like that's what I mean by when this movie knows what it wants to be. There's no question about it. Right. It wants to be a goofy, you know, romp ride and it wants to have fun and, um, and wants to have Julianne Moore chew every scene up that she can. My God, she, you know, yeah, she was amazing. In this. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get to our five questions. Mm, shall we? Shall we? What do you think is the best part of this shall movie? We? Shall we? Um, not the time. The time is way too long in, in this movie. Uh, two hours and 20 minutes, I, I think I said before. Yeah. That's about, two, I'd say, 15 minutes too long. This is yeah. the long, longest of the three movies that are out of the Kingsman movies. Yeah. So that's not my favorite part of the movie. Um, I do enjoy the needle drops and the music and the score itself too is, yeah. is great. Um, and the gadgets and everything we talked about, even, even Julianne Moore, but I guess for me, it's just the whole general aspect of the fight scenes and not taking itself too seriously and doing a sequel correctly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like giving us what we want. I don't think, do I think it's better than the first one? Yes. In certain ways. Mm-hmm. Um, don't believe that like it like in just general i think it just misses the mark just just a little bit than the first movie yeah but i think it's a solid effort and mm-hmm. um and i i think it is a good double feature if not triple because i've not i've not seen the third one yeah but uh that's for me the best part of the movie is that it's not taking itself too serious and it knows what it wants to be yeah so what was your favorite part? That it's not taking itself too seriously? That's just the fact that like it knows how to hit the beats. Yeah. It knows what it's doing correctly. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not trying to pretend to be a sequel. It just is a sequel. Yeah. And so often we review movies and we're like, this is trying too hard to be a sequel. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think my favorite part of this movie is Julianne Moore. Honestly. Like, this, the time she's on screen, I think she's a great villain. Like, I think that she's she has that, you know, mix of, like, powerful and crazy and, like, villainous and savage, but, you know, also restrained when she needs to be. And, like, I just, I like the setup of it. Um, I, th- I think she does an excellent job. She does like you're right. Like she chews that scenery when when she gets it, and it but it's well done. Um, and even like her her interactions with Colin Firth, like because mm. they've been in movies together before. Uh, she was his hag in uh, was that a single man? Mm-hmm. Um, so like I know they've worked together before. So like even their scenes were like there wasn't that many, but they were pretty decent together. I thought like the only thing wrong. With her character, I think, is that she did not get the upcomings that she should have. Yeah. All that happened to her is that they gave her the the medicine, or not the medicine, the drugs in order to get the code, and then she 
you know, yeah, she dies. Yeah, that's it. Well, part of that was because right, and and I'm like, but I think that ties back to like in the very beginning, she had said like she never uses drugs herself. Like she's yeah, never I used know, I get that, that, but like I really want to to see her really kind of go out big, right? Yeah, to get her come up and yes. with all that. Yeah, I think that like as much as that would have been something too. I think like dying, you know, dying at the hands of her own toxin um, by like a drug she was happy to push on other people, but not on herself, you know, and getting just a small amount of it OPD'd on it, basically. Um, you know, I, I think there's some poetry to that, but like I would have almost rather have seen her go through like oops, with the the toxin ran its course really fast in comparison right, yeah. to running its course really fast. I think was kind of yeah a cheap way of like yeah getting rid of her. But I think that part of the the villainous thing on that, like you remember, I said like I think there's some there's some like okay, well yeah, like maybe drugs, you know, decriminalization of drugs leads to less incarcerations. You know, you recal put that money, recalibrate that money towards like treatment programs and stuff like that. You know, they show that it breaks a lot of recidivism and, you know, all this stuff. Um, so I think maybe they were like, well, do we really want to, <laughs> to like, <laughs> brutalize her for that belief? And so I think that's why maybe they just gave her the drug. I don't know. She made people put in a meat grinder. I mean, right, right. Terrible things as well. Right. No, I get that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's why Pedro Pascal almost got the harder half of that was because Perhaps. he betrayed them. Yeah. He was like a, you know, and she was just flat out what she was. Yeah. 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 And I think that people like people probably liked her and people probably liked her <laughs> character enough. that They were like, oof, do we really want to see? Yeah. You know, I don't know, but I still think that she's yeah. the best part of that movie. Yeah. I heard that Pedro uh, named his uh, lasso uh, baby Yoda. Because he was just so used to, he just he couldn't get rid of Baby Yoda. Yeah, because he just had to keep, had to drag it around with him everywhere. Yes. Oh, Grogu. <laughs> uh, do you think this movie stands on its own? Um, yes and no. It's weird. It's one of these movies that, like, I don't even care if it does, because I'm okay with it not. Yeah. Um, because the whole, I don't know. I have fun with it just the way it is too. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are aspects of like, oh, this, oh, uh, through my glasses, this is someone who uh, was from the first movie yeah. or whatnot. You know what I mean? Where we have the exposition. Um, but it doesn't really stand up on its own. But um, uh, there's enough of it that I don't care that it doesn't. Yeah. Especially with the American stuff. Yeah. Because that's new. So, you know, what yeah. do you do? Um, I don't think it does stand on its own um, because I think there's elements from the first one that became plot points. Like um, in order to snap Harry out of his amnesia. Yeah. They, I had, to, that. they had to make you reference to, know to the about first the one about like, you know, where they make them shoot their right. dogs, but it's a blank, you know. Um, I think that became important, but we don't really 
talk I guess, but, the, but he does say that. I mean, yeah, but it makes no it. sense. Like, if you're just like, why the fuck was it, he shooting it, his I dog? Don't it, I don't think it moves any plot along. Just, but, but that it breaks him out of the amnesia. Yeah, that it that they say maybe possibly he wasn't in to begin with. Yeah, which I'm like, I don't believe that. Yeah, maybe. no, I I think it's uh, I don't think it stands on its own. But and it's fine. Like it also isn't like so dauntingly tied to the first one like we get it no i don't think that there's a quiz in this movie that's like where yeah. you're going well i'm gonna scratch my head what's going on yeah no you know yeah I mean? it's it's roughly like a um oh god what was the the one where they were the acapella group <laughs> Sing, pitch, pitch perfect pitch perfect thank you where you're just like what yeah well no in like pitch perfect too like you could follow along and get what was going on but mm-hmm. it really was richer if you saw the first it one very much was richer but it know, stood yeah. enough but like this one i think is kind of like that you could get by but you would still have those moments where you're like but what the fuck a, did that like mean? look we hadn't seen the first movie for since it came out yeah you know so kudos for us to like i didn't really remember the dog thing oh, and then until he started doing it yeah do you know what i mean and yeah. then i'm like oh yeah that was an aspect of the first movie yeah you know, I don't know. And he's still with the princess in the vein of yeah. Bill and, and Ted's like, bogus oh, yeah. journey. You're with the princess. He's, he's gonna he's engaged to the princess. You know princess. what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, whatever. Like there was so much I didn't really remember the first movie. Yeah. And I still kind of don't. Yeah. Um, but it, there is stuff that I do remember. I don't know. Yeah. So I say uh, yes and no. Okay. Yes. Uh, no. Does this make you want to watch the first one? Yes. I would agree. Yes. It does make me want to watch yeah. it. Makes me interested in uh, a sequel, a prequel, um, a, a sequel of this movie. An interquel. An interquel. Yeah. Uh, any qual. A DJ qual. A DJ quals. Uh, <laughs> just whatever you want. Yeah. Shaka qual. Shaka qual. I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> no, I it, you know? it does make me interested in like going back and... Getting watching the first one again the and watching and watching the king's man and seeing what that's yeah. about and yeah um uh, some people makes me want to read the comic books make me want oh it, it not me it's mark millar oh and, then no that, yeah. i don't want to read that i and i think that's what makes the first movie uh, a little bit darker too, yes is that aspect of it some, you know to, people people love it. mark millar but like and i think he that, has a tone that i do not enjoy that's as a what comic the tone, book writer I think the first movie that's what really kind of makes my my stomach turned a little bit. Yeah. Is that it's too dark? Yeah. Well, this one is dark enough, but like plays around with it. Yeah. 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 I think that's what. I didn't realize. I forgot it was him. But no. Yeah. Yeah. Mo- I have a love hate relationship with Malar. Like he's, he really is like, he's a good writer, but like his stuff, I'm like, oh my God, I can only take so much before I like, like, I just want to like. to you? What happened to you that you have to write? Oh, he's Scottish. But I, yeah, but still, <laughs> he's he's a Scottish grump. Oh, I'm sorry. Did he time travel like Outlander? Yes, that's that exactly what, what happened. Like that's what that's happens. Why he has to the him. attitude? Yeah, it's like Jamie from Outlander. Yeah, is that what happened to him? Great, yeah, whatever. No, I I have problems. I'm naming with... stuff that you're like. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Jamie, I have a, I have a, Jamie from a Outlander? problem with what's his going on with that? his Ultimates run, like because he was the one who had uh, Captain America punch somebody. And tell him, uh, point to the A on his mask and say, the A, or, uh, 
like the A don't stand for, or I don't run. The this A don't stand for France, or something like that. It was just like what? Yeah. Well, anyway, okay. What's our next question? Uh, reboot, continue, or cancel? Um. Well, I even said this. I want to. There's so much that they're building with this. Yeah. Especially because I kind of enjoyed the the crazy aspects of the um, the statesman um, facility. Mm-hmm. Especially the big whiskey bottle that they yeah. they were in, um, or the whiskey barrels that they they go in. That um, I'm okay if they do like a like a weekly show or whatever. Yeah. That they have like something. Yeah. Where um, you know, it's like Mission Impossible way, or whatnot. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Do it. Sequel, prequel, equal. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Um. As long as you're having fun and you keep this tone up. And you keep the party alive, then fine. But once you start kind of getting to where, you know, it become where it starts eating its own self. Yeah. Pass. I would look at it like a, um, so like, I'm okay. First off, I'm okay with like continuing the Kingsman stuff. Because it is like, I mean, think about like James Bond, like all the 007 mm-hmm. movies, like keep them going. And to me, this, to me, this is like. And different people can play. Yeah. When you look at the old you time. You don't necessarily need this, these people. Yeah. I mean, it helps that you would do yes. Colin Firth. Well, think about like these the. movies. Think about that the has old. like a true grit, like eye patch. Right. That I loved. 007. Mm-hmm. When you look back at like how those look now, like think about like gadgets and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and how like I mean they really do seem outdated. Like I get they're supposed to be this like ooh spycraft yeah. stuff, but like you know it, it's just like how in the first uh, Iron Man movie they had technology that when we were like yeah we can already do that, so it doesn't seem fancy. <laughs> so like they really tried to like make it look extra futuristic in future Iron Man yeah. movies. But you have that, but you don't want to get too cheesy where it's like shark repellent from like Batman the yeah. TV series. Yeah, but that's yeah, but that's just yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think that like I wouldn't mind seeing it keeping going, keeping going with that because almost the Double O Seven stuff has become less about the camp and more about the serious. Like I'm sorry, like Quantum of Solace and like the new like the uh, what's his name's run. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. It's almost to me, it's the difference between the Fresh Prince of Bel Air yeah. and uh, Bel Air or whatever Bel-Air. it is. Yeah. Like it's the difference between those, between the original Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf on MTV, <laughs> where it's like the original yeah, I mean, double, that aspect too. Original Double O Seven was this like campy, over the top spycraft mm-hmm. stuff, and like now it's like we have to be serious. And we have to try to do it within the bounds of realism. And we have to try to, you know, like, it's very, like, almost, like, muted. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want this to be, like, we're going to take ourselves right. too serious now. But no, I think that, off. I think when they started doing the more realistic, tried to be a, a more realistic James Bond, it's like, well, then where's our camp at? Mm. And I think this picks that up nicely. That's what I mean. So, like, like I, would, I, could get I would love it. to see it keep going. Like, if this is, if this is the different, like, if you're going to have James Bond and you're going to have a different... Kind of, to me, I don't get into the James Bond thing, right? Yeah. But if I'm going to have an alternative to watching James Bond, then the Kingsman is probably going to be the closest. Yeah. I have. Right? So I'm going to gravitate towards that, not James Bond. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. 
and and really like I'm okay with doing a spin-off of the Statesman. I wouldn't necessarily do like a show, but like no, do a spin-off, like one-off spin-off. Like like they did what was uh Fast and Furious. Yeah, Calvin and Hobbes. Remember they did that with <laughs> yeah, Fast, Fast and, and Furious, Furious Calvin, Calvin and Hobbes. Hobbes. Yeah. It was what was it? It was like the rock. Hobbes and, was, and Shaw. It was it was a rock and he was like sledding with a with a tiger. <laughs> That's true. It was and Hobbes he, and he Shaw. Was, he was peeing on he was Chevrolet peeing. logos. He was making he was spacing on four logos all the time. Yeah. It was, it was wonderful. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw was the name of it. Yes. Fast and Furious presents yes. Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, Calvin um, and but Hobbs do that like Shaw. do you know? Uh, be like, you know, the Statesman something something. Yeah, a Kingsman movie. Yeah, you know, Kingsman and make it like movie. so. It's in the same thing. And hell, branch out if you want more. You know, even further than that. Yeah, but like, I would I could get behind a standalone movie with it. Uh, you know, introduce some more characters, and maybe like see more of. Go to different countries, then bring them all together with uh, with the weird yeah. Avengers. I don't care. Yeah. Like, Do whatever you like want. Like the world, you know, agency. Yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Stereotype the whole world for all. I, care. <laughs> I could get behind that. <laughs> the Canadians just are throwing waffles. Why not? Let's syrup see bomb. <laughs> you know. Yeah. The maple syrup, on, the maple syrup man. They write up, a, <laughs> write it on moose. Yes, I mean they're already called mountain. They, they all just well. have mounty hats <laughs> instead of cowboy hats. <laughs> they, they all have like oh. their toques turn into parachutes. That... Who are you? What, you? what are you about? I want to introduce you to my fists, Looney and Toony. Oh, Looney and Toonies. I'll get back <laughs> in my house, would you? <laughs> this is my horse. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, all right. Okay. S- sum up your experience in two words. Um, I. You know what? I wasn't even thinking of two words. That's crazy. You go first. Cheesy fun. Cheesy fun. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I'm gonna give you about the same thing. Yeah. Uh, cheese whiz. Okay. <laughs> Why whiz? Because it, this movie's a whiz. Very good. It makes me want to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's it's um how about um alternative bond. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like I said, like it, it's it does have that you know aspect of James Bond, but more for kind of a punk rock or alternative or yeah, kind of a, a, a you know a new wave of. Mod spycraft kind of yeah like uh, feel to it so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. alternative bond yeah I like it yeah. yeah and I think which was the name of my band in high school alternative bond mm-hmm. okay See we're alternative bond <laughs> and we play music <laughs> we're alternative bond guys <laughs> you like us trust us. And then we sucked. And then we sucked. Well, yeah. 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 I mean, here's our a high hit. school band. Yeah. Here's our hit positives and negatives. <laughs> Neutrons and, and protons. Did you sing about parts of covalent bonds? Yes. Oh, yes. you. I love yeah. you. And then, I, and then I, I, instead of I, instead of that Rod Stewart song, Infatuation, it was Astrapolation. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a nice organic chemistry kind of, you would say. Distillation. 
extrapolate. You got to extrapolate that mole. But uh, whatever. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> My God. All right. Let me tell you where people can find us. No, because what? you didn't give me your two words were what? Cheesy movie? Yeah. Great. I could, I could really, your two words are cheesy film. I could have said that through 170 episodes we've done. I could have said that 170 times. So wait, like I gave, I gave I my said two that words 170 first. Times. I could have said then two words, yours, cheesy film, 170 mine. times. And we could have been on, then we could say have been, it, then say it 170 I, more. I can't bro. go I back. I can't go back. I'll go back. Go and back I will edit and every you episode. Edit, you edit this. You put this to in say cheesy Ready? fun. You put these two words. Cheesy movie. Put those in there. I will. When you ask me, what did you do? What did two words describe this movie? I'm going to. Cheesy movie. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Here, hold on. Let's be quiet. Say it one more time. Alternative bond. <laughs> I'll pick one of the other yeah. ones. You can use both if you want. I don't know. Um, but I guess you can. I say bullshit. You give me... Two real words. Think I thought I real. thought of stuff. I thought of alternative bond. You what? thought of cheesy. That was movie. like your second stab at it. Well, sometimes you well you know stabbing is so hard that sometimes you need to do it twice to get the real good cut. Yeah, you know what I mean. Spy craft. <laughs> there, because it's it. a spy movie and, and it's they really played with their craft and their craft alcohol. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. You know, Jeremy, people can find us in certain places in the interweb. Where can that be? Well, people can find you in the doghouse. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, people can find us at deucepodcast.podbean.com. times I could have. <laughs> people can find us uh Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, that kind of stuff. Facebook, uh, Twitter at Deuce Podcast. Uh, we'll also retweet our podca- uh, podcast network mates. Uh, they have all sorts of great episodes too, so be sure to check them out at the same time. Um, yeah, I think that pretty much covers it. Check us out on YouTube. Yes, on YouTube. Do YouTube. Check us out there. Yes. We're always up, aren't we? We are. There's a network yeah, of the always up network. people. Because I did say our podcast I know. on our network. I wasn't listening. Do you think I'm listening to you? No. It's 170 episodes. Why I'm start never now? Why well, well, start now. today? I know. I love it. Uh, you can rent this movie um, or you can uh, watch it on the FX app. But I'm going to assume it's edited pretty, pretty well. Are they on the app, though? Um, the, X app, the FX app or, or FX streaming service. Yeah. Whatever. I thought, probably, but it's probably edited. So we, I thought we those streaming it. services they weren't. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. But uh, you can, anyway, you can uh, yeah. if you want to follow along, do it that way. And I do believe the third one is on Hulu. So if you want to watch that one, oh, nice. go right ahead. Next month will be March, and we'll be doing. Um, we're going to try to do movies that have said um, that they're better than the original movies. So yeah, you know, uh, So hopefully that goes well because 170 of these things hasn't. Right? Yeah. We've been kind Cheesy of just, movies. Cheesy movie, right? All right. Uh, I'll see you in the doghouse. And remember, folks, the sequel is king. <laughs>